0: Hi friends, welcome to the Taboo Tango are the weirdest welcome with your host Taylor and Ronnie and today we're going
1: to be completing our three-part series of the laws of the universe. If you are just tuning in for your first episode today, we recommend going back the last two episodes and just kind of um, listening to the other laws of the universe that we've touched on because this episode might not make a lot of sense because they all overlap so you kind of need to know what we've been talking about up until this point the laws that we've already touched on in the past two episodes are starting off with the law of divine oneness the law of vibration the law of correspondence law of attraction law of assumption law of inspired action the law of perpetual
0: transmutation of energy law of cause and effect and the law of compensation So today we're going to be touching on the last four laws. These include the law of rhythm, the law of polarity, the law of relativity, and the law of gender. And that would wrap up
1: our three-part series of the laws of the universe.
0: We just want to reiterate that we're not trying to convince anyone of these things. These are just things that really resonate with us, and we found that by knowing of these things has helped us to evolve I would have wanted to know that these laws existed especially a few years ago because I feel like they would have made things a whole lot easier because I would have been working with the universe instead of against it and fighting like an uphill battle instead of just like going with the flow and I found like in the past few years by working with these laws that things just come more naturally to me and I'm not always having to I don't
1: know Square up
0: with life. That's great. And also, we're not saying that this is all of the laws. There's possibly more. I mean, and we're open to learning about more. These are just the ones that we've kind of done our research on. And so we are always open to expanding our knowledge on these types of topics. So if we may have missed something, that is a pretty prominent part of this Topic, feel free to write us at our email, which is welcome at the taboo tangle.com. We would love to hear your guys's input. Yeah, that sounded weird. I never say your guys's, I say y'all. I've been around you too much. You all. You all. See your yeah, but um, the
1: fuck? Don't blame it on me. okay, it's just
0: a Florida thing. Is it? <laughs> We're not saying this is the end all be all, these are just the laws that we are more familiar with.
1: We hope that one or more or all resonate with you.
0: Yeah. And we're not here to try to convince you of anything or push our beliefs on you. We are just simply
1: giving you the information and do with it what you will. Exactly. Exactly. Before we start off, I wanted to talk a
0: little about the new moon in Pisces that's happening on the day that this releases. So it's February 19th going into the 20th and... So, around this time, you may feel very energetic, but also like really intuitive and maybe emotional because Pisces is all about emotions because it's a water sign. And I've definitely been feeling the feels. I don't know if anybody else has. Um, But the special thing about this new moon is that there's an aspect or the theme of letting go. And most new moons don't really have that. That's typically like a full moon. But since it is a Pisces new moon… If there's been like anything kind of holding you back or no longer serving you, whether that's a relationship, maybe a bad habit, thought pattern, friendship that isn't bringing you growth and instead making you kind of contract inwards, um, then maybe that's something you should be letting go of because Pisces is at the end of the astrological year, which is where the kind of theme of the letting go Mm -hmm. comes from. I don't know if you want to talk about your experience
1: this new moon. So far, I've been okay. Um, I'm sure some of our friends remember us saying that I have a lot, a lot of placements in Pisces. So um, I I haven't really noticed anything yet, knock on wood. I try to kind of just have the mindset of what will be, will be. I just (laughs) kind of ride the wave figure it out as we go along because sometimes when I have intentions that are like oh my gosh it's gonna rock my shit it doesn't rock my shit or if I'm like man this wasn't even that bad and then it rocks my shit 12 hours later so we're just kind of going in with an open mind and just being aware of the fact that this might be somewhat effect might be a lot of what affecting me so we're ready for it
0: I think just since it's a Pisces full moon like you're more in your power too yeah. so I good
1: yeah mm-hmm. that's good Knock on wood, though, because goodness, something might come up tomorrow or something, but we're good so far.
0: This new moon is a perfect segue into our first law that we're going to talk about today, which is the law of rhythm. And what this is saying that everything in life is cyclical in nature, meaning there's an ebb and flow to life we can look at it in terms of the quote this too shall pass and this was one of my favorite quotes growing up because it really got me through some hard times because when i was in the thick of it and i when i felt like i was the low in the lowest of the low of that moment i just kept telling myself this too shall pass because it's never going to stay that bad forever right it's not going to rain forever life it comes in waves, right? Sometimes you're in a season of winning and sometimes you're in a season of losing.
1: It's not linear. It's not like these bullet points that you have to get to. It's like you could be doing so good. You're at your peak and then slowly you're going to crash and you don't know why, but it's just the seasons of life. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: And you can see this play out in our 3D reality in terms of like the seasonal changes, the lunar changes, uh, and even
1: like Our menstrual changes. So, a good way to kind of uh, look at it as like a big picture would be the seasons of the year. So, a lot of people think that our year starts in January, when in fact, technically, the new year, new life, new bounties, new beginnings is spring. So, that's the beginning of the year. We have spring, then you have your summer, then you have your fall, then you have your winter. So. The cycle in itself is spring is basically like transformation. You're planting the seeds. You're hoping for a great harvest. When summer comes along, you have your great harvest. You're kind of chilling. That's more of like your time of kind of collecting what you've already planted Then fall, you kind of have that tail end where you can still reap the benefits, but you also need to be preparing for winter. So you're canning everything, you're clearing the rod of the past, you're going to plant new seeds for it to come back up if something can last during winter. Then once we get through fall and in winter, that's when basically the world stops, the season stops, like it goes dormant. That's when you're supposed to rest. That's when you're supposed to reap the benefits of what you planted over the past nine months.
0: So another way that we can see the law of rhythm in our everyday life is through working with the moon phases. So new moons are all about purifying and beginning anew. So setting intentions for the month ahead. So it's really good to start journaling and maybe think of some ideas. Like I know we started the podcast on a new moon. So we really like grounded that. It's been a whole month since we've grounded that thought into a reality. We've gone a full moon cycle since then. We've seen it come to fruition. (laughs) And I love that for us. During new moons, it's all about reflecting and resting and just finding some quiet time to really nurture and nourish yourself and your mind. So we're only going to be talking about the full moon and the new moon today only because if we were to go into the waning, the waxing, the quarters, we'd be here for a little bit. So um, we just talked about the new moon and now the full moon. That's when you're fully like embodying the seeds that you planted back on the new moon. Like you're kind of reaping the harvest
1: of that. A good way that I've always remembered it is new moon is new ideas, new patterns, new things, new goals, new things you want to set into motion. And then the full moon is kind of like that full 180, 360, you know what I mean? Like that full turnaround where it's like, okay, I planted these new ideas. Let me see what I'm reaping now. Let me see what has come into My life let me see what I've manifested because the full moon for me personally how I've understood it is It's good for releasing that energy letting go So then that clears out more room for more ideas new ideas when the new moon rolls around again
0: women have their hormonal cycle Lines up with the moon phases Whereas men they have a 24-hour
1: hormonal cycle That's where it comes in, where they say women are ruled by the moon and men are ruled by the sun. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting, though, that menstruation, that
0: word is derived from Greek and Latin words, meaning month and moon. So it all kind of ties us back to nature. And earlier cultures really paid attention to the effects of lunar seasonal cycles on our emotions, energy levels, even our psychological states. And they learned how to create a balance within all three of these things to work with it instead of against it. I think it would be beneficial for those who experience periods to kind of research the different phases, the follicular, the ovulatory, the luteal, and the menstrual cycle, because there's different energies that you embody during those times of the month. So one word to embody like the follicular phase would be yin or maybe like the virgin. And this is a time for renewing, nourishing, and creating and really initiating the changes that you set with your intentions during your menstrual cycle. And then you move on to the ovulatory phase, which could be considered the mother, maybe even the yang.
1: And that one makes so much sense, obviously,
0: because that's when we could possibly become mothers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're very fertile during this time, and we focus on cultivating stability within our own emotions and our thoughts. And during this time, you may have higher energy levels and you may find yourself wanting to connect and socialize with others. Because I have my phases where I like my alone time, obviously, but like there is that like one week during the month where I'm just like, yeah, let's go do something.
1: I want to, I don't know. Feeling social almost. Exactly. You want to, you thrive to make those
0: connections with others. Mm
1: -hmm. And it makes sense because if you're
0: ovulating, then you want to party, you know what I
1: mean? (laughs) We're trying to get bread. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can't blame me, man. Those I just know. my hormones. I was trying to make a baby. Now I grew out We're of it. Feral. All right you <laughs> trying to get braided? No, but in like the you know, when you think about like caveman and cave women, mm-hmm. like that essentially. What I feel like they could smell it on us, bro. Yeah, our the pheromones, hormones, bro. I'm telling you. So then that moves into the luteal, luteal,
0: luteal phase, luteal, which, luteal. Yep. And,
1: and like one word to encompass that
0: would be like the wild woman or the enchantress enchantress so this is where our intuition is really heightened and we're increasing our awareness of the subconscious and all things that involve the psychic realm basically and so during this time it's really important to discern things that are working for you maybe tie up some loose ends Mm -hmm. make sure we're really
1: feeling gratitude for how far we've come in this journey within those last Cycle. And out. that makes sense because then that moves right into your menstrual phase, which is just purging all of it, right? Like we've taken all of this energy throughout the entire month and we are just purging it and mm-hmm. we're cleansing the entire house. We're cleansing our energy, our family's energy. And that makes us the wise woman being reflective of what we have experienced over the past month.
0: Exactly. And it's all about just going within and like really finishing up that cycle. And then
1: because we're women, we got to start all the way back and yeah. do it over
0: again next month. It's just a constant cycle of kind and of... ebb and flow. And the ebb and flow are like the death and rebirth of your right. own
1: being kind of within that month's time. Almost kind of like a pattern because mm-hmm. there is somewhat of a pattern in rhythm if you're looking at it. Like that's kind of how I remember it. I know that's not totally... A totally accurate synonym, but, like, that's how my brain can understand it a little bit better. Yeah. Is it's a pattern, an ebb and flow, a yin and the yang. Like, it's all about balance. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay, so our second law of the universe that we're going to talk about today is the law of polarity. So this is the concept of duality. Everything has an opposite, and... One can't exist without the other. So think of it in terms of like two sides to every coin. We have good and bad, up and down, left and right, and black and white. And all of these things just create balance in nature. You can think of it kind of like a pendulum, right? It's going to swing to one side, but it's always going to swing back to the other side. So nothing is permanent, and this kind of goes hand in hand with our last Law, the law of rhythm, the the ebb and flow, right? It's not going to stay on one side forever. What we really want to strive for is not staying too far to one side at all times. Um, Obviously, we don't want to be sad at all times. But if you were happy all the time, then it would kind of get dull after a while, right? You have to experience the bad in order to cherish or Mm. know how
1: good the the good can be, right? And you have to be respectful of the bad things that can happen so that you can be grateful in the moment where you're feeling happy, you know? I mean, it's just everything has like an equal and opposite, mm-hmm. polar opposites. So they're totally and completely, exactly, 100% opposite of each other. But in that same sense, they're totally alike because one can't exist without the other. So the way I like to look at it is through like on the
0: zodiacal will – the zodiacs, there's these things called the sister signs. So it's the direct opposite of one sign. So the direct opposite on the wheel from Capricorn is Cancer. So we can think of Cancer as like the mother and Capricorn's the father. So they're both parental figures, but there are two totally different aspects of that one theme. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So the – Cancer is more of the motherly figure so we can think of that as more of the yin energy whereas Capricorn was seen to be more of the yang energy, right? The action um, and we'll kind of go into that a little later on in our last law uh, that we're going to do today. But yeah, so you need both of these aspects in order to keep the balance within the universe. I feel like we're kind of talking in circles at this
1: point but… but that just shows how how in int- yeah int- like interconnected and intertwined all of them are because they all we can all talk about one by talking about another one, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, all right, So the third law that we're going to talk
0: about today is going to piggyback right off our of the last one we talked about. So now that we know that there's two sides to every coin, it's important to remember that everything – did I say the name of it? The law of relativity. Yeah, that'd be important to know. <laughs> so now that we know that there's two sides to every coin – corn? It's corn! Is gone. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. And it's important to remember that everything is relative or everything is neutral. Nothing is inherently
1: good or bad it's just how you choose to perceive that considering the situation like we're, we're talking about just like normal life things that ebb and flow of life like obviously if someone's hurt or something like that's that's pretty bad and we hope you're okay and like feel that in the moment be like damn that really did just happen to me but at the end of it you'll be okay mm-hmm. hopefully some people You know, I'm I'm thinking, like, worst-case scenario, like, if you're walking down the street and, like, you get mugged or something. Yeah. You know, that's where my mind goes because, like, sometimes bad shit does fucking happen. But that's back to the law of polarity. It's, like, that bad thing happened had to happen. Mm -hmm. That suffering had to happen so somebody could have that compassion for something else or that, you Mm -hmm. know, know, it sucks. Yeah. But it shows the because it's a pendulum, it's the super far shitty end of the spectrum and the super wonderful amazing side of the spectrum. So like, we definitely have to understand that the hardships are purposeful, whether it's your car breaking down or something a lot more serious. I'm not saying that like the magnitude of the situation is all the same. And I know you agree with that because obviously like sometimes bad shit happens. It's just the shittiest, craziest stuff happens. And the magnitude of it can be a lot greater,
0: but... The effects of it can feel very severe and Mm -hmm, heavy and, like, mm -hmm. weighted down. Right. Um, And, I mean, life's hard sometimes. No one said it was going to be easy. Mm -hmm. But I think it's all about, you know, if you fall, fall forward. Like, learn the lesson from it. Don't let it keep you down. And also just try to not to take life so seriously. I know that's easier said than done, Mm -hmm. but once you realize that everything is happening for you, you can see like, oh, maybe I was late to work that day, like all these bad things or these just kind of irritating things kept happening to me, which made me late, which made me stuck in traffic, Um, yada, yada, yada. You can choose to look at that in a negative way and kind of be in a bad mood the rest of the day. Or you can realize that, oh, maybe I was supposed to be stuck in traffic because if not, maybe I would have gotten hit by a car or maybe something worse would have happened, right? I think there's – everything's purposeful and it's just
1: <laughs> – <laughs> What? What? That's that just really extreme but, like, it's there. You could have. You, you could have. You just weren't meant to be there at, at that, that specific moment. time. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing is coincidence. Everything is happening for you. Not, not, to, not you. to you. Not
0: mm-hmm. Another thing that comes with this law is that I feel like society puts a lot of emphasis on comparison and looking outwardly at what your neighbor has or, you know, keeping up with the Joneses mm-hmm. and just worried about everything else instead of realizing that none of that matters, right? It doesn't matter what, like,
1: car so-and-so drives. <laughs> I was scrolling on my social media, and they, these two guys were on their podcast, and they were talking about Alexander the Great. Have you heard about him? Mm-hmm. We know who he is, right? So he asked for three things. I can only remember the two things but he asked for three things. He said on his deathbed, I want all of like my alchemists, my doctors to carry me. I want them to carry my casket. I want to, oh, I want um, all of my riches to be thrown into the streets to the people, right? And then I want my hand to be hanging out, my right hand or something to be hanging out of my casket whenever I go into my tomb. So the reason for that was because he wanted people to see that whenever this show is over, first of all, the doctors that you trusted at the end of the day, they can't stop death and they can only do so much, right? He wanted everyone to throw his riches because even in death, you can't take it with you. So what's he going to do with it, right? And then he wanted his hand to be out and empty because you come into this world empty handed and you leave this world empty handed. And it was like, holy shit. You said you only remembered two, but that was three. It came to me. Okay, we looked at. It came to me. It came to me. But isn't that wild? It's like, man, he was always something there.
0: The way society is set up today, they want you to look at everything as either good or bad. Well, so and so is doing good. So I must be doing bad instead of just like focusing inward on yourself and realizing that you've come so far. And you may have been through a bunch of shit. But like, you've learned so much from it. And you've integrated those lessons. And overall, your soul has just evolved so much that like, now you're just vibing at a higher level. That's like, what should that's what we should be striving for. But I feel like society doesn't want that to happen. So they're They want you to look outwardly and, like, worry about everybody else instead of realizing that none of that shit matters, right? We are just here to –
1: We're just simply here to be, to live, to exist, to experience, not Mm -hmm. to come out of the womb and be worker bees and be trained by this class system. And that doesn't exist. It exists because we made it something, Mm -hmm. right? It's important
0: to just remember that we only perceive things as good or bad because of comparison, like light versus dark. We wouldn't have one without the other. Therefore, one is not inherently wrong or evil or exactly or more important it's just simply that both have to exist in order to create balance within this universe and
1: where you want to land on that spectrum is entirely up to you and your mental ability and spiritual ability and all of those things that make you you that's where you're going to be
0: it's all about just understanding that you are the creator of your own reality so if you want to sit there and say your life is so bad. I'm well, unlucky.
1: I have no money. Exactly. I'm stupid. I'm you, ugly. I'm dumb. I mean, you say these things and you're going to believe them. That's why mm-hmm. I had to get rid of the social media because I was constantly scrolling and I realized something too a lot of times for women we have the whole beauty standard thing and everything, but I used to say like for instance you, I was like, gosh, my best friend is so beautiful. But then that then I would immediately be like, well then I guess I'm not pretty we can identify beauty without questioning our mm-hmm. own because we are all totally and completely different and we're all beautiful in our own way. But if something exists out, first of all, thank you. That's looking <laughs> outwardly you, you. though is what I meant. Yeah, like yeah. Looking out instead of looking inward and be like, I'm just mm-hmm. as beautiful. We are beautiful together. It's important to remember too. It's all fake.
0: It's all fake but like what exists in another person exists in me because
1: everything's a mirror right so if you're seeing that beauty in someone else the bad things it's also the beautiful things and the good things and that's back to the law of polarity it's telling you it's all and just i hope you guys understand
0: your true power Mm -hmm. and that you can choose to be optimistic over being pessimistic, like you have that ability to truly shift
1: your entire perspective on life. It's just up to you and what you want to do with that. And if you aren't in a position to do that, then at least try your hardest to remain neutral. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. What will be will be. This too shall pass. Like, you know, those little, those little. This too shall pass. That got me through so much.
0: That could also correlate to the law of them, just that quote alone, just because nothing's going to stay in one stagnant mm-hmm. place forever, right? It's no, going we to pass. want to keep growing,
1: right? Yeah. We want to keep moving forward.
0: And like you were saying, like you may not be in a place right now where you can see the beauty and or like the reason why things had to happen the way that they did. I think a good exercise you could utilize in those moments is just remaining or practicing gratitude because like we've kind of talked about previously in other episodes, your subconscious brain does not know whether what you're telling it is a lie or the truth. So if you were to start saying affirmations, like, um, good things happen to me. I am the luckiest girl in the world, which is one of our favorites. I
1: handle stressful situations with grace. Yeah, "Like I can do hard things. That's the one I say on the daily. I can do hard things. I can do hard things. <laughs> um, the more you say it,
0: then you will start seeing that shift in your outward reality, but you have
1: to actively work at it, right? It's hard. I've been on this spiritual journey a year and a half, almost two years. That's
0: true.
1: And we still have so much to learn, a lot to learn, but I've realized that I handle situations a lot better i'm not you do i am, I am so not- <laughs> proud of you because i've come a long way yeah. i really have and
0: um you're you've been able to like zoom out mm-hmm. instead of like looking at like the situation with like a magnifying glass i'm like oh this is so hyper fixating on yes. that one thing that i cannot control exactly mm-hmm. you've zoomed out of that perspective and you're you're just like looking at it from the outside looking in from a to a certain extent and just seeing the bigger picture of, oh, this is a pattern possibly. Um, I see why that's happening. It's happening to bring my awareness to something that needs to change in order for my soul to evolve to the highest level and be the better best version of myself. And then once you're able to do that, you're re- responding differently to a situation that previously you probably would have uh, not been able to handle. Yeah. Yeah. That about wraps up our third law of the day, which is the law of relativity. Okay, so our fourth and final law that we are going to speak about within the series is the law of gender.
1: Even though this law uses the term gender, we are not referring to it as sex or gender how we know it, like just strictly male, strictly female, because there's so much more to it. We're not referring to how it relates of what your sexual organs were when you were born and brought into this world from day one. We're not talking about that in any any means. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the two energies, the yin and the yang, the polarity of it. (laughs) Shit. It's the yin yang. (laughs) Excuse me. The yin (laughs) yin yang. The yin and the yang of it. The energies, the polarity of it, the duality of it.
0: So everything in nature requires a balance of these Feminine and masculine energies in order to thrive. So we can see this in the plant's growth cycle. You have a seed and we can consider this an idea or even like the feminine aspect of the plant. And so nothing can come to fruition without the fertilization of the seed. So therefore, we require the pollen, aka the action or the masculine qualities of something in order to
1: pollinate the seed. And let us just reiterate that this is energies, right? This is, yes, vibrations, you know, like what in any different qualities that right. every individual embodies this or should embody, should hopefully. Embody. Like we can be too in our masculine energy or two in our feminine energy, but we definitely want to strive to have a balance between both mm-hmm. in who we are as individuals. Yeah. So
0: let's break down what each of these. Energies kind of entails or the qualities that they exude so you can think of the masculine energy as more of your left side of the brain So this is going to be more logical This quality it has more structure to it. It takes action. It's logical um, They're very ambitious. It gets you from one point to another So it's decisive. It's protective
1: leadership
0: Leadership. so if you find that Maybe you have no downtime in your day-to-day life. Maybe you can't sit still. You're really antsy. Maybe you're a perfectionist. Um, or if you're struggling to stay motivated or you're very impulsive or and things in your life are just kind of chaotic at the moment, that could indicate that maybe you're a little too much in your masculine energy or it could also mean maybe you're not tapping into it as much. Regardless, there's a imbalance there. So the feminine energy would be considered more of the right brain this is having to do with like your creative side your passionate side maybe intuition intuition your nurturing side your just like your emotional intelligence and your ability to daydream about the reality you want to create for yourself and things like this so More of
1: like a divinity being that divine Mm -hmm. feminine energy,
0: which just creates like a safe space Mm -hmm. for you to nurture yourself as well as others and really allow people to be vulnerable and feel seen Mm -hmm. with you. And so if you find that maybe you are struggling to execute and make decisions um, or maybe you just feel really disconnected from spirit maybe even like overwhelmed by your emotions. Yeah. Then maybe there's an imbalance within your feminine energy body. And so I think it's important for us to strive to find a balance within these qualities within ourselves. Because right now we live in a society that's very masculine dominant. And this has forced a lot of us to overemphasize our masculine energy in order to succeed in the modern world world. (laughs) The modern world. And um, I think a lot of us lately have realized that this is just leading to burnout for everyone because we're not giving our bodies that time to really rest and rejuvenate ourselves and really sit with our thoughts and emotions and tap into that creative side in order to even know what to execute, right? What kind of plans do we want to put out into the world? What dreams do we want to make a reality? We're just go, go, go all the time, just like a a rat on a little wheel, a little hamster wheel. That hamster fell off the wheel a long time ago. So yeah, I think if as a society, we all took the time to really go within and try to balance those energies within ourselves. I think as a whole, as a collective, we would find that we Basically,
1: we would just be healthier individuals. We would have better forms of communication because we would understand- our feelings, we would understand when we needed to be decisive and when we needed to show leadership, when we needed to show more support, when we needed to show more of uh, being in tune with our emotions. Once we try and figure out how to balance those energies, it allows us again to just be like a healthier, higher version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Makes us be more kind because we feel more level. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you're too far into one thing, you're going to try and overcompensate for something else. So mm-hmm. if you're not able to really dive and in, delve into your emotions, then you're going to be super mm-hmm. like hyper vigilant, right? Mm-hmm. And you're not going to, you're just going to be independent, blinders up, buck emotions. I don't care. I don't need to feel. And then if you're too into your emotions, mm-hmm. you're just going to be not able to even like act act because you're going to be so deep in it. Overwhelmed. Right. Like emotion. it's nothing makes sense because you're not thinking clearly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. There's
0: a disconnect between your intuition and
1: mm-hmm. your mind. And then where, where we're lacking in something, we're going to try and overcompensate for yeah. and be in that kind of fight or flight, I guess. Yeah. Which is not. We don't want to be there. We don't want to
0: be there. <laughs> we want to be neutral. Um, exactly. Exactly. And I think we can also see this like in relationship dynamics. If someone that you are dating, it doesn't matter if this person, if they identify as like male or female.
1: It's just that person.
0: If that person is showing up too much of one-sided energy, then there's going to be that unbalance within your relationship, forcing you to therefore step up and overexert yourself in maybe like your masculine side and because that person is not creating a space where you feel safe enough to tap into both your feminine and your masculine, right? They're just not creating a harmonious environment. Yeah, so you see a lot of toxic relationships come out of dynamics that are energetically imbalanced in this way. And I think it's important to realize when you are maybe overexerting yourself and either energy. I mean, society really shapes that imbalance a little bit, but also just the way that you were raised, right? Because I think our generations and definitely the previous generations, um, they
1: were taught like men don't cry. This is just kind of like a side note, like something that – an example that fits. So – My daughter was five, so she was in one age bracket, and this was a little baby underneath her, so they were three and four, and his game was still going on when we got there. It was towards the end of the game, and this little boy, it was so, like, I'm laughing because it was just, like, so awkward and so sad, and it was like, oh, my God, sometimes, you know, even me, I don't even know how I would react in that situation, but so, This little boy is running across the field and isn't paying attention. He gets his shit rocked. He runs, collides into another player. And, I mean, you can hear the smack. Like, I don't know if their heads hit. I don't know what hit each other. But he got his shit rocked. He just falls to the ground. Natural reaction. I would have done the same thing. Um, And he just starts crying. And he's so upset because he literally just got hurt. And you can hear on the other side of the field this dad screaming, Get up! Boys don't cry and I'm just like my jaw just drops and I'm like bro like bro come on like that's a baby man like he can't even wipe his own ass properly and you're telling him not to feel uh, an emotion that's right like so right in that moment like then that boy's going to grow up and be like, okay, I'm sad in this moment. No, I'm not. I have to turn it off because I'm not allowed to feel this. You're allowed to feel sad. You're allowed to feel that emotion. You are a human being as much as anybody else.
0: Yeah. As a society, we need to do better in terms of like things we say to young impressionable minds, because if you start them out at a young age, telling them that, They need to repress how they truly feel. You are creating blocks within their psyche that they are going to have to work through down the road later in life. I mean, feelings have a purpose. They are meant to be felt and then processed and then let go of. We're not supposed to identify with the feelings, but you have to let that pass through your body because if not, if you block that, then you may see that that emotional wound ends up becoming a more physical wound and it manifests outwardly
1: that way in terms of like maybe you got a kink in your neck if you're experiencing something really difficult in life and you want to feel something but your body is literally fighting against you Mm -hmm. to feel it imagine the 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 physiology of your body changing because that's what it's doing i mean it's basically deteriorating itself because you're not letting it flow or act the way it's supposed to exactly And we're not trying to woman shame or man shame. Like I know the soccer thing, unfortunately, that was probably like a hyper-masculine father raising another hyper-masculine man. And it just comes to the point where it's not anybody's fault. Mm -hmm. That's just the way that they were taught. So by default, you think that that's right. Men have it especially hard sometimes because they aren't allowed to feel because we live in this masculine-dominated. But there's examples of positive masculinity Um, And then there's examples of toxic masculinity, you know.
0: And I think that just goes back to the whole like idea of duality and polarity. Just as there's toxic masculinity, there's toxic femininity, right? We're not out here saying like screw the men, right? Because there's definitely some toxic women out there. And just because you're a female or you identify as a woman doesn't mean that like you – can't be a talk can't have toxic masculine traits about yourself Mm -hmm. and vice versa because like we said these energies um are embodied through every mm -hmm. sentient being
1: you got to pinpoint when you're acting toxic and crazy because we know that we can we have the capacity to do that Mm -hmm. we're human beings and if you don't know what you're doing because you were taught to act a certain way up until this point that's where the intellectual courage comes in where you have to unlearn and be open to learning new things.
0: We're just hoping that the ones listening to our type of content are individuals who want to do that inner work on themselves and realize why they are the way that they are. And if you notice some of these qualities within yourself that are maybe leaning a little too far to one side, then we hope that you can kind of reevaluate those aspects of yourself and realize what you should dive a little more into in order to create more of a harmonious experience within yourself that will therefore kind of change all of your relationships around you. Because if you want to change the life around you, you have to start with yourself. That's what we hope you guys can take away from all of these laws that we've discussed over the last three weeks is just to realize the control that you have over your reality and that I know society has kind of groomed us to believe that the life we live is a certain way when there's actually just it's so much bigger than that and it may take a while for these laws to truly make sense to you and you may find that you have to revisit them every now and then and maybe you'll find a a deeper meaning to it once you circle back to it and you've had time to kind of integrate
1: the information that we've talked about over the last few weeks here's the information here's what it is and you do with it what you will yeah
0: once you have integrated these principles into your life you'll realize that life doesn't have to be so hard it really doesn't you can work smarter not harder and we hope that maybe some of the information you've gained from
1: this helps helps you deal with a situation that you wouldn't be able to deal with gracefully before because i've definitely come a f- long way mm-hmm. and i i know that if i can do it y'all can do it because same we were same. so stuck
0: If I knew these things in high school, obviously, (laughs) things would have gone a lot smoother. But also, I needed to go through the things that I experienced that led me up to here to be able to relay this information to you guys. Because (laughs) if anything, I can be used as a lesson of what not to do. Because you don't have to learn things the hard way. In life, you can, like, there's an optimal timeline in which, like, you can just integrate these lessons in a more peaceful atmosphere. Thanks for joining us this week as we talked about the last part of our Laws of the Universe series. If you enjoyed what you heard today and want to hear more, please leave a review and subscribe. On Apple and Spotify wherever you guys listen to your podcast it really gets our show out there to other people and more
1: individuals who were meant to find it and resonate with it hopefully my peeps if you liked what you heard this week leave us a rating leave us a review and if you have any questions or anything that you want to talk to us about on a personal level um, we have our email, welcome at the taboo Shoot us an email and we'll be sure to kick it back to you. We really appreciate you guys showing up and you appre- uh, we appreciate you appreciating us for showing up every week because we love doing this. So that about wraps up
0: this episode. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, stay, stay weird. weird.